take 1071 of the episode number 191 of the Tia Show. Hey, welcome to the Tom Ferry Show. Today, I'm with a friend, Matthew Ferrara, who, if you were with us at the summit. Wow. He absolutely, you blew people away, Matthew. Your ability to, to take beautiful photos and tell stories moved people at the end of a four-day conference like I've never seen it before. So first and foremost, thank you for being on the show. For the, for the people that weren't there that maybe haven't seen you at all the different conventions, who are you? Who <laughs> well, are you? Why, why do people care so much? I appreciate that. And actually, it really was a highlight of all the years I've been on the road speaking to close awesome. uh, for you. It yeah. was an amazing amount of energy in the room. Yes. And people were ready for the message, so it was yes. so easy to give. Yes. Um, my, um, my background's pretty simple. Mm -hmm. 28 years ago, mm -hmm. I uh, graduated with a degree in philosophy and wasn't quite sure what to do with it and went back to school. And there was a gal sitting next to me who was a real estate broker. And she said, hey, man, you can talk an awful lot. You should be in real estate. <laughs> And that's really you should go in sales, is, is, yeah, right? You should, so, yeah. so the cool part was um, I started learning about real estate. Mm -hmm. I loved it. What I loved the most was um, the kind of work that we do. Like we we work with people at one of the most vulnerable points of their lives, mm -hmm. and uh, so it's a huge responsibility. And I also was a little bit surprised at how the general public didn't know how much and good yeah. work that we do. So yes. I started to get into professional development. I started teaching mm -hmm. at the boards mm -hmm. and teaching at the state associations and that was almost three decades ago. Now I've been all over the world and you know, I must You now teach the art of writing yeah. in Italy to yeah. people that want to write, but we're getting a little ahead of ourselves. <laughs> um, there, there was three things, there were so many points that you talked about at the event and I want to just, I want to jump in. So they get 30 years. Right. You're, you're on this show, you know, I think they can see, you know, my feeling towards you. There was three things you said, controlling the story, give yourself permission, slow down to speed up. Right. Let's have like a little conversation about each one of those. When you said controlling the story, you know, what do you mean by that? I have my interpretation, but fire away. Yeah, I think there's two things that were really important to me about controlling the story. The first is having control of your own unique story. Yes. You know, I think that so many real estate professionals underestimate the power of their own story yes. and the power of their company's story to <laughs> inspire the public, yes. To, to stand uh, out and actually be different in that really crowded, noisy yeah. spot? Are you talking about that stuff? Yeah, in the sea of sameness that's out there. Yes. I mean, anybody can say they've been in the business for X years and, you know, that they've done such and such a class. And, and that's important. Obviously, yes. education is important. But what I um, always try to give people uh, a push around is to say, well, what's the rest of the story? There's yeah. more yes. that makes you worthy of our business and our trust and our referrals. And Do you think consumers care? Do you yeah, think consumers care that much? They hugely care. This is the biggest deal that they are going to uh, ever be vulnerable on financially, I think, yes. in most cases, number one. And, 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 you know, we always talk about the financial side of real estate. Mm -hmm. Just set that aside. Mm -hmm. Most of the time when people are moving, they're tearing up their lives and they're yes. replanting it somewhere else. Yes. And that is a huge emotional process for You don't them. find that on agents' blogs. You don't no. find that, you, you know, it's like, want to buy a house? No. Looking to sell? You I know, know you're about <laughs> to tear up your life we've been, and make a move and plant it someplace else. Yeah. That's a beautiful way to describe we, it. We've been sort of convinced that we have to approach this as a kind of business transaction. Yes. Uh, we, uh, we've we been told that our story has to be generic and has to be uh, informational, but the truth is that real estate is an aspirational business. Yes, it is. And 
we need to be inspirational to yes. our clients yes. while they're in the, this mode of dreaming how their lives will be changed. And so, so part of controlling the story is saying, I've got a story, it's more than just my specs, more than mm -hmm. just my deals and units and dollars. I mean, those are important, but there's more. And the easiest thing to think about is what people would say if they were telling a friend about you. Oh, I want you to work with my friend Tom because. Yeah. Yeah. And they won't say because he did 18.7 deals last year. <laughs> You know, they will say yeah. because he's, you know, kind and patient and, and mm -hmm. smart uh, in negotiating or whatever those things are. Mm -hmm. But they'll also say, oh, and he's also the guy who I see, you know, uh, at the, uh, you know, downtown helping mm -hmm. out with a charitable event or mm -hmm. community involvement. Yeah. Yeah. All of those things are underused assets. Yes. And I think that if we encourage uh, real estate professionals to control that story, it makes mm -hmm. them immune to others who come in and say, well, the story of real estate is simple. It's a deal, it's a transaction, it can be automated, mm -hmm. it is uh, about the lowest possible cost. That's a story mm -hmm. that some people are telling. Yeah. I don't want it to be my story. Yeah. And I don't want it to be the story of the agents that we work with. Um, Donald's book, Building a Story Brand, and I'm, I'm, thinking, I'm forgetting his last name, my wife just read it, she just launched a new company and she said, it's so true. People buy the story. Like yeah. it's it's it start with why, right? Yeah, with uh, by Simon, right? By so it's Simon. it's the same thing. Like why should I work with you is such an important question. And I think the vast majority of people, like they come across too vanilla, yes. or they come across with too much bravado that can't yeah, be backed up. Yeah. Instead of thinking about maybe who is my avatar, who is my client, who am I like? Like when you said, you know, what would they say about you? The thing that I wanted to hear was like. They're just like us. Yeah, right. You know, you, sh you sure. should work with Jillian. She's sure, just sure. like us, right? She's yeah. like our kind of people. Yeah. And it even that like could mean a million different things. Yeah. So is there a process? Because there's a second part of story that we yeah. have to get to. Is there a process you recommend? Is there a book you recommend? Well, is there some someplace where they can lean in on that? Actually, the easiest thing that I love to recommend to people is to just write down the names of their three most favorite clients of all time. Yeah. And then reflect on those names. What made them a joy to work yes. with? What made them interesting? Yeah. How did they help you grow? Not just ask you for service, mm -hmm. but what did they do to challenge you? What did you have to learn to, mm -hmm. to help them with their deal? And then related to that, once you, once you do that, you start to pencil out a little bit of the person you want to attract. And in my mind, that activates the law of attraction, yes. right? So that activates yes. in the yes. universe, yes. Uh, the law of attraction. Now, when I write marketing, mm -hmm. I'm writing marketing to attract more of those. Yes. And that's all I need. Like yes. I don't need everybody. I just need the right bodies yes. for me. Yes. And it will make doing my job, even when it's hard, mm -hmm. a joy to do. Yeah. I did the same so a branding company we hired, they were like, look, the easiest thing you could do is like in front of your next, you know, crowd of five hundred, if you're really like your thousand loyal follower right. best clients, ask them just to write down three or four words that best describe you. And that's how we got strategy matters, passion rules. I didn't think of it. Fabulous. They told me like, yeah. Tom is like strategic, it's strategy, it's ideas, and he's passionate, he gets fired up. And I was like, right. strategy matters, well, <laughs> passion rules, like there's our slogan. So here's the funny thing. For 25 years, I've never had a logo. Yeah. But I've always had a story. Yes. And no one has ever been able to say, well, that, that logo is Matthew Ferrara, yes. but yes. they know who I am. And the, the, the irony is that what you just said mm -hmm. is often overlooked by real estate professionals. So I have a hashtag mm -hmm. that um, I didn't invent. Yeah. Yes. My hashtag of always inspiring was actually given to me yes. by people who kept sharing my content that I was contributing online and always saying, 
always inspiring. He's always inspiring. I thought, oh my gosh, why don't I just listen to them? Yes. And one of the funny things is this, we get testimonials all the time in this mm -hmm. business. Mm -hmm. And you know, we don't, we shouldn't just copy and paste that testimonial into marketing. We should read it and say, what are they telling me that mm -hmm. they loved about me? Yes. Now I develop a message, a mm -hmm. unique value proposition mm -hmm. around what they're already praising me for. Yes. So I don't need to take the testimonial and republish it. I use it as insight. Mm -hmm into the story they want more of and the story they want to be part of. Yes. So that's the part of controlling the story it. I think that's important. Now related to that is, is that the other, other piece. story. Yeah, yeah, there's, and, and they've heard the this piece. from me a little bit, so they it's going to be interesting to hear a different point of view. Yeah, this is the piece where I, I'm always um, very passionate about and very protective of mm -hmm. this business because uh, there are a lot of people who are telling stories about real estate that are only part of the story. Housing crisis, not yeah. like 2008, but it might be close. Interest rates are going up, transactions yeah. are going down, I buyers are in the market. Ah! Yes, exactly. Open any newspaper, right? go on fear, any. Fear, fear, fear. Yes, yeah. And this, the real challenge that I have here isn't only that consumers will listen to it and believe mm -hmm. it. My mm -hmm. real worry, is that brokers will believe it, that they will believe yes. that, well, the Wall Street Journal or the New York Times or the so-and-so media service has said that, um, well, there's a slowdown. Well, yeah, there, there is a slowdown, but if you're realistic about it, maybe houses are taking 28 days to sell instead of 26 days to instead, sell. Instead of 22 seconds. I mean, it's a seconds. slowdown, or yes. 20 seconds, exactly. Yes. yes, But more importantly, remember that while there's a law of attraction, mm -hmm. there's also the law of self-fulfilling prophecy. Yes. And if you, don't control the story that you allow in your mind, you might actually come to believe that the market is slowing down or that my clients are at risk or that there aren't any sellers or buyers out there. So that's a challenge. Mm -hmm. And that, to me, the, the answer to that challenge is that we have to control the story. Yes. While everyone is out there talking about doom and gloom, if I've helped someone buy or sell this month, if I've helped someone relocate, if I've helped someone just in any part of living in their home, did someone I say gotta yes tell to that me? story. Did somebody yes. say they were yeah. I mean, like you yeah. can even go as basic as, did somebody respond to a Did I have way? some appointments? Even if yes. I just had some appointments, it means the market is still open yeah. yes. to this. So we have to make sure that we spend as much time telling the rest, the fuller part of the story. Yes. Remember the thing about media is that it only reports sudden and shocking things. It won't, no one is going to write a headline today that says real estate's doing great. No. People are getting wealthier. No. People are sending their kids to school with the equity they built yes. uh, because a smart real estate broker told them to buy when everyone else was uh, frozen. So yep. those stories won't come to play. We've got to tell those stories. Mm -hmm. If we do that, it just at least gives the consumer a chance to have a fuller uh, picture. And it also gives us a chance to remind ourselves every single day why we get up and do this work and that it is not a bad market. It is not a bad time. There's there's something good that we can do every single day. Steve Hardy and I talk about it all the yeah. time. Like there's just like if it's seller's market, that's great. If it's buyer's market, it's great. It's just great and bad for different, different people. people. That's all. Right. So yeah. if there's suddenly more inventory, yeah. that's great for buyers right Correct. now. If you're a listing agent, if you're only on the buy side, you can be in trouble. Sure. The thing I would dovetail on this, and, and I've said this to you guys a couple times, that look, your identity, how you identify yourself and your surroundings and what's going on in the world, your identity alters your beliefs, right? So if all I'm doing is seeing the doom and gloom and the fear and the anxiety, my beliefs get shifted and my beliefs determine my behaviors. Correct. So if my beliefs are, it's a bad market, I'm not gonna make phone calls. Or if I do, I might make phone calls and say, you're not thinking about moving, are you, right? Yeah. Like, everything shifts around this, yeah. so it's, it's it, psychological. In philosophy, we always are taught, 
to challenge the premise, right? So what's the premise that's being yes. offered? And so I have often ask myself, if I believe this is true, mm -hmm. what else would have to be true? Yes. And you know, when I think about the story that's happening out there, I want to make sure that I don't just mindlessly repeat mm -hmm. someone else's headline or data point or Correct. story. Mm -hmm. I, I stop and pause and say, well, what's the premise of this story? And what else would have to be true if it's the case? And is it true? And the, mm -hmm. the, the irony is this, the real estate practitioners are the ones who actually know what's happening in the market. The mm -hmm. journalists, with all the power to journalists, and there are many fine journalists out there, they're reacting to someone else's report from someone else's set of data, from someone else's time frame, yes. and they're doing it in a way that gets people to open an article on they're Twitter. They're trying to sell ads. <laughs> they're selling That's toilet paper is the problem, right? and they're not selling houses, and yeah. they don't really know. So controlling the story was one of my big messages at yep. Summit, yep. and it continues to be my best advice yes. for uh, for mental health mm -hmm. as well as marketing health. Oh, I love both those. <laughs> um, give yourself permission, speaking of marketing. Yeah. So much of what I heard that, you know, that in that session was like, give yourself permission to do things differently, to try new things. And I've, I've said to many of my <laughs> clients, like before you hit send, if you don't have a little heart palpitation, if you're like, this can go really bad. That's right. If you're not doing that, you're not taking enough risk. Yeah. So, so like that was my interpretation. No, and what, it, like what was the message for you? I think that's, uh, that's definitely part of the message. I know that the, best uh, pieces that I contribute online are when I write something and then I hesitate and go, Mm, should I really say that? What if someone this could doesn't piss a like few it? People off it could, or, you know. And I never yeah. have anything that's mean spirited, no, thankfully, right? No. But the truth is, there are some times when I write some things that are pretty vulnerable or pretty yes. open, yes. and um, and you might hesitate. You might say, "Oh, well, no, people would. Uh, uh, they just want more, you know, mundane stuff." And the yes. truth is, it's. Every time that I've taken that risk, I've had the best impact, got the best feedback. 1,000%. Yeah, I had people call mm -hmm. and say, you know, I read what you said and it really touched me. I shared it. I'll just give you an example. Mm -hmm. I recently posted something on Facebook that was a very risky position. I was taking a counterfactual position to a, a big article that had mm -hmm. happened in, in, in real estate media. And um, a day later, I received an email from one of the largest independent real estate companies in the United States. And mm -hmm. it said, Matt, I'm copying you in on a copy of your post that I am sending mm -hmm to tens of thousands of my agents. Yes. Now, I didn't write it to go viral. I just no. wanted to contribute a vital piece of information. Mm -hmm. But Tell another story, a different point of correct. view. Correct. Yep. But it wouldn't have actually been effective if I hadn't given myself permission yep. to speak my mind and to not be staged like every other yes. um, a thought leader or every other voice in the industry. And for, for brokers, this is critical because when we look at how they're promoting themselves, and how they promote property, it's kind of like they've overstaged everything. Everyone looks very generic. Yeah. They look very basic. They're one competing more English on English woman's voice saying the beautiful Porta Cacher. Yeah. It's all the same. The videos especially are challenged it's in this area. It's very boring, right? Yes. Now. And the irony is that um, the stuff that we sometimes produce, we wouldn't react to. No as consumers yes. of any kind as well. We know when we love a automobile video or we love a vacation yes. video, et cetera. When, We've when Nike put Iggy Pop yeah. in there, I was like, yeah. oh, I'm buying Nike again. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. oh my yeah. God, we have like 1972 punk rock. I'm in, let's go. One of the things that I often uh, remind uh, uh, brokers is that they should, um, 
they should be studying the messaging that's happening in other places and saying, yes. why aren't we messaging like that? Yes. Why do our listings online, why are they photographed in such a way that it looks like no life is at home? No yes. life has lived here. Yes. No yes. life will want to live here. Why is there not a sign of life anywhere? Why are the videos um, basically look more like a sort of SWAT team invasion of the house than they look like a place that I want to stop and live and enjoy and, and come home to every night? And that's yes. about giving ourselves permission yes. to do things a little differently than the industry standard. Yes. Yeah. I think of my client, Tim Smith, who uh, started doing films nearly a decade ago because I was twisting his arm <laughs> saying, video, video, video. And yeah. now, of course, he gets recognized. And he did a recent video with him rapping in it with some rappers. And it was right. about a $45 million house that had absolutely nothing to do with the house. Right. But he showed the kind of lifestyle you might want to have if you're in this house. Or he has children running around yeah. properties. And all of a sudden, the home becomes an actual home. Absolutely. Right? It's not just, so now 19 people or 19,000 are now gonna put videos of, yeah. with kids, yeah. and you're missing the mark. Right. right? The, the mark is find the creative. Find the creative in it, and be willing to be creative, not just productive. Yes. I think a lot of what happens um, is that we put a lot of energy into getting a listing, mm -hmm. and then we move into, we actually call it a production mode. Yes. I've got to you know, get it into the MLS, yep. and online, and photographed, and uh, description, et cetera. Here's my checklist, ding, 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 yeah, ding, ding, Yeah, and ding, we ding. forget to be creative. We forget like what David Ogilvy said, which mm -hmm. was, if it's really important, take time, write yes. it, draft it, come back to it later. Yes. Um, and simple advertising things, like he good headlines and mm -hmm. inviting um, spaces. You know, yes. some of the opportunities that we have to catch attention are to make our properties look unlike all the other properties that mm -hmm. someone might be thumbing through on one of these large listing portals. Mm -hmm. Like to sort of stop. A simple example, when we listed our house in Massachusetts. I we, have all uh, these ideas going through my head. I'm sorry, it. I love it, I That's love right. it. Well, when we listed our house in Massachusetts, we had a fabulous agent and she um, took some really wonderful photos. I said, you know, this is wonderful. My house looks beautiful, but can I make a suggestion? She said, what? I said, can we make the first photo, mm -hmm. which is the sort of front door shot or whatever, can we make it black and white? Mm -hmm. And she said, why? I said, because on Realtor.com, mm -hmm. people are going to stop. They're going to say, wait, what was that? While they're looking at door after door after door after door, tree after tree after tree after tree, a black and white photo. Mm -hmm. And she, it, it was interesting because I had to say, listen, I give you permission yes. <laughs> to take this risk with my marketing. And you, she now gives herself permission to go beyond in her marketing. I'm dying because I was literally thinking I would, I would take just a nothing, all black, and say, this home is too amazing. We couldn't describe like something <laughs> sure, like sure. you just have to see it, sure. right? There's just yeah. no photos of it suddenly. Absolutely. Like that could become the new trend. It's too amazing. We can't even express it in photo. I'm always um, I'm always surprised at how creative we can be when yes. we give permission. So I frequently teach some writing classes, and in it, I do these little exercises where I get people out of real estate thinking. Mm -hmm. I say, I'd like you to um, I'd like you to think about um, writing an ad for a household product, like a yes. sponge yes. or something, yes. and they come up with the Create most creative things for a sponge. Mm -hmm. And then I say, okay, let's look at some listings where you've written some descriptions. Let's read your bio. Three bedroom, two yeah, bath, Yeah, why, so, why are you so yeah. boring in your bio? Yes. You're more yes. interesting than that. So a lot of um, what I think makes great agents great is that they have started every day by saying, I give myself permission, mm -hmm. not just to be productive, but to be creative. I love it. Yeah. Okay, let's do the last one. Slow okay. down to speed up. Yeah. Which, boy, the timing right now, both just in the world and, and this time of the year, slowing right. down to speed up, 
high level, what does that mean? What is that like kind of talking to the group here? What does that mean? I think part of it is simply this. We are not computers. And I think we, yeah. we believe that real estate growth comes from nonstop work yeah. and a single incessant path to success. And what I've learned is that sometimes you just need to recharge, mm -hmm. slow down, uh, to then speed up. I yes. need to make sure that I put enough uh, time in my calendar to reflect, mm -hmm. to be able to give my mind a chance to do what it's really good at doing. It knows how to solve these problems, but if you're just working all the time and if you never uh, take a pause purposefully, you know, uh, like taking the walk we took before yep. we did this show, mm -hmm. was just a chance to let your mind do some work mm -hmm. without staring at your smartphone, worrying about... Interrupt uh, the pattern. Exactly, interrupt that pattern. And so slowing down, I think, is important, not because it, it's going to... Um, it's going to stall your um, success, but because it's actually the fertile ground from which your next good idea will come. Let me remind them, when your listings aren't selling, what do you have to do? You book a first class airfare ticket someplace, you take your family, you pay for everything in advance, right. and by the time you get in and they start closing the doors, like turn your cell phones off, you're negotiating three offers and That's you're right. selling everything. That's right. Because sometimes when you work too much, you get yes. in the way of it yeah. and you do lose not just the creativity, but you also lose the imagination, the idea, like what else is going on in my business? What do I need to be listening to? that you can't hear because you're just running on the treadmill. I agree. And I and I think that, you know, this is a business where actually we love the work. Yeah. So it's easy to work all the time yes. and it's easy to be dedicated. Yeah. And I, it's, I think it's a business where there's a lot of rewards to be yes. working all the time. Yeah. But I have discovered that um, oftentimes the first answer to something is not correct. Mm -hmm. And so if I slow down, if I sleep on it, mm -hmm. if I just say, you know, maybe I could take a break enough mm -hmm. to um, sort of activate the other parts of my brain yes. that aren't uh, necessarily just a checklist or a SWOT analysis mm -hmm. or something like mm -hmm. that, that I then find something that's such a good solution that it speeds up dramatically. Yes. It creates uh, interest, it creates yep. transactions, it creates new business that way. What if I told you, so I was just in Boston with a couple hundred of my most successful clients. Right. And My old there, hometown. Your hometown, right? And and there is a direct connection to how many times a year they travel to see me and their income. Sure. Like the people that, and I, this is not like a like, hey, come see me more because <laughs> you can be a part of this group potentially. Yeah. But there, it's it's because they get on a plane yeah. and they get out of their market and then they go hang out with. Absolutely. Like I don't have to do anything. I'm just the ringleader of the the madness of right. these wildly successful people. But because they're out of their, they're in a new hotel, they're in a new city. Hey, go to the ball game, go That's watch right. football, go eat some interesting restaurants, go to the North End and have yeah. a ganoli at Mike's, right? Like <laughs> you have them good. And they, all of a sudden they come back and they're like, yes. then they go back to Charleston, South Carolina and they see things Their differently, energy, yes. right? I mean, I um, to, to come visit with you, I drove across the, the desert. Now, I could yes. have taken a flight, 44 sure. minutes from Vegas to here, yep. it's not a big deal. But I spent the whole day traveling through the Mojave, you know, through yes. the preserve, and uh, stopping and taking photos. Mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. I, uh, and I'm the guy in the desert who's actually doing 65 miles an hour, and cars are going 110 miles an hour around me. I'm honking at you. Well, of course you are. <laughs> but, but here's the thing, like when I'm in the desert, like the whole purpose yes. is to go through the desert, yes. not to get through the desert, yes. right? Yes. And so for yes. me, like I'm noticing butterflies. Like mm -hmm. no one noticed the butterflies mm -hmm. in the desert or that there was a flower bloom. Mine are hitting or... the windshield. Exactly. And he 
people are going by like white knuckled, I can tell. Oh, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And I think yes. to myself, well, they are going to get to California faster mm -hmm. than me, mm -hmm. but they're not going to get to where they're going. Yeah. any faster than yeah. me. And it's when I stop and I get out of the car and I take out my camera and I use an old school DSLR. Mm -hmm. You gotta set all the settings. You have to slow down. You have to compose the shot, mm -hmm. adjust the light. And that whole process, the funny part is, I only take one shot mm -hmm. at that point. Mm -hmm. Whereas with my phone, I'd be like, click, 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 click. Oh, one of them would be good. Click, 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 click. I'm too fast and mm -hmm. nothing's any good. Slow, slow down, down to, to speed, speed up. up. So. This was really beautiful. Um, make sure we link up his Instagram. You've got to follow him there. If you're an artist, if you like beautiful photography and good stories, he's amazing. So thank you, my friend. My pleasure. Thank um, you. You're going to watch this a couple times. Can't wait to read the comments. Is there a question? So a lot of people are going to watch this on, on YouTube. They're going to watch it on Tom Ferry, um, all kinds of places. Is there a question that you would like to ask everybody just to get some feedback and comments? Yeah, I'd be curious as to uh, maybe what they are doing themselves mm -hmm. in terms of permission to tell better stories. I love to get copies of better stories mm -hmm. because on stage, as you know, I like to celebrate the work yes. that people are doing. Yes. And um, I'm the guy who may be self-appointed. I like to be the sort of herald of good news. And I know that people will listen to this and listen to you mm -hmm. every week mm -hmm. and, uh, and do good work. And I just want to encourage everyone like me to keep telling that story. Love it. Love it. Thanks guys so much. Remember always your strategy matters and now more than ever, it's the story, it's permission, and it's slowing down to speed up. Hey, it's Coach Tom Ferry. Have you been considering hiring a coach? If so, click the link below and check out what we do.